The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. This is a Nelson News Update. Tennessee sex cop Megan Hall claims she was sexually groomed in new lawsuit. The lawsuit's about the sexual grooming, not that the lawsuit is grooming her. Anyway, I'm Mr. Nelson. Yes, the Tennessee cop fired over numerous sexual romps with other officers, claims in a new federal lawsuit that superiors in her department actually groomed her for the risque escapades. Megan Hall, 26, who blamed a troubled marriage for her randy affairs, claimed she felt trapped and exploited in the midst of the all-male ranks of the Laverne Police Department, according to her 51-page federal complaint. Where Miss Hall sought role models at her new job, she instead found predators, the lawsuit says. In place of offering professional development, her superiors and the chief of police groomed her first sexual exploitation. They colluded in using their authority to systemically disarm her resistance and entrap her in degrading and abusive sexual relationships, even sharing tips on the best ways to manipulate and exploit her. The suit Claims Hall, who had a history of mental illness, felt trapped, and in an attempt to escape, she nearly killed herself. Hall was fired in January after word of the steamy sexcapades with five other cops became public, with those officers also terminated from the department. In an interview during an internal investigation, the young cop admitted she performed sex acts on duty and on police property and had a threesome with one cop and his wife. Hall told the investigator she got stupid and got desperate in the midst of a divorce. In her federal lawsuit, Hall, who was... 24, when she first applied for a job on the force in 2020, claimed she first became actually involved with Sergeant Lewis Powell early last year. Sergeant Powell learned that Miss Hall was going through the process of buying a home with her husband and that this process was extremely taxing on their relationship, the lawsuit said. Sergeant Powell positioned himself as a reliable source of companionship and advice regarding Miss Hall's career and her marriage. Sergeant Powell persisted in request for sex, despite Miss Hall's resistance, it said. Eventually, Miss Hall gave in to Sergeant Powell's request for sexual favors. She said when she tried to break off the affair, Powell threatened to kill himself. Hall said the 
exploitative sexual relationship with Powell led to other sexual encounters involving other Laverne cops. Larry Holiday, Patrick Magliocco, Ty McGowan, Juan Lugo Perez, Gavin Schuberl, and Detective Seneca Shields. Powell, Lugo Perez, McGowan, and Shields were fired over the sexcapades. The other cops kept their jobs, but were suspended. Earlier, Laverne Police Chief Beryl Chip Davis was also fired. Hall claims the chief encouraged this behavior and shared in the pornography and sexual fantasies of mutually abusing Miss Hall with his trusted supervisor, Ty McGowan. She said Davis once asked her to come into his office to dance for him, tried to get her to agree to lunch dates, and described her clothing as hot girl summer shit. Wow. Talk about romantic. The lawsuit filed in U.S. District Court in the Middle District of Tennessee names the city of Laverne, Powell, McGowan, and Davis as defendants. It seeks an unspecified amount in damages for lost wages, medical expenses, mental suffering, emotional distress, and reputational harm. A spokeswoman for Laverne declined to comment and said that the city does not comment on pending litigation. So was Megan Hall merely a poor woman with with issues and stuff? Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, did these nasty predators take advantage of her? Or is it just that uh, she's <laughs> really embarrassed about all of this and decided to try to change the narrative uh, that she's some sort of victim? Uh, well, hey, you be the judge. This has been a Nelson News Update. update, update. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Hey, you want some more Nelson stuff? Well, who doesn't? Well, sometimes I don't. Well, no one cares what you think, Lefty. That's not true. Anyway, if you want some more Nelson stuff, you head over to the Nelson Ratings. That's ratings. Ratings. I know how to say it. Head over to the NelsonRatings.locals.com. There's all kind of extra goodies and Nelson stuff there. That's right, Red. There's all kind of artwork and uh, all kind of uh, uh, audio stories that he, he posts there and stuff. And then links to his YouTube videos for, and uh, those other nasty video platforms like Brightway Places like Rumble, which you should never watch. You can just get it on YouTube, so don't even bother with that. You can do whatever that you want. Oh, yeah, they need direction. No, they don't. They're no side for themselves. Shut up. Red, damn it. But there's also, uh, you know, like his artwork and stuff. And then there's this poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies of the sci-fi and horror genre. You can check that out. Yeah, but you gotta be a super supporter then and subscribe. And you do that and you help out old Mr. Nelson to bring you more stuff of his Nelson, you know, stuff. Well, yeah, that's, okay, that's good enough, I guess. You're damn right. So head over to Nelson Ratings. 
Locals.com. Well, you almost lost it there. Shut up, Lefty. So anyway, there you go, folks. Head over to NelsonRatings.Locals.com and get yourself some more Nelson goodies. Smellong's Poop, the super delicious laxative, presents The Adventures of Sun King. Faster than the speed of light. More powerful than an atomic bomb. Able to leap the moon in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. On a bright, sunshiny morning, the press is gathered outside Precinct 69 of the City City PD to cover the strange story of the capture of notorious supervillain crime lord Snakehead. It's strange because apparently Snakehead is already in prison, in the prison medical facility, after suffering injuries from an attempted assassination some time ago. But now... Due to the results of Night Night and apparently the Puritan, this snakehead has also been captured. As to which one's the real snakehead, well, only time will tell. But meanwhile, the press is gathered to cover the transfer of snakehead from the hospital to the jail. And among the press are their colleagues, Capes Confidential Reporter Layla Lott and Capes Confidential Photographer Bubba Bubble Suds, who is, in reality... The Flea, fastest bug man alive. I don't know, Layla. I don't think Nikki Nail's gonna like us, you know, trampling on her territory. What? Oh, don't be stupid, Bubba. This isn't her territory. This story's got nothing to do with the, the boogeyman story. Well, yeah, but Mr. Suckle specifically said that Night Night was her territory, not just the boogeyman story. Yeah, well, th- sometimes stories cross over, you know, because this just doesn't just involve Night Night. It involves the Puritan as well. And besides, if she wanted to defend her territory, she should have been here. So it's not my fault that she's just a lazy cow sometimes. Anyway, goddammit, it's time for me to get something going on, and this snakehead story has the potential to go somewhere. I mean, there's two of them. What's that about? I'm gonna chase it. Well, what about the assignment you're doing with Tabloid on that firefine lady? It's a dead end. Rex Corps shut down. There's been no further sightings ever, and besides, it's a bit of an insult to have to be playing second fiddle to Tabloid. Well, I mean, we're all a part of a team, and, you know... Oh, oh, look! They're opening the doors. They're getting ready to treat the transfer. Get your camera ready, Bubba. All right, all right. Suddenly, an explosion erupts. That announces the arrival of Snakehead's gang, the Snakes. As they begin to attack the precinct, the press, and any other bystanders that just happen to be in the vicinity. Holy crap! That's Snakehead's gang! They must be trying to break him out! Then, then maybe that means this guy's the real Snakehead. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Look, uh, uh, we better find a place to take cover and hide. You go over there and I'll look for a place to hide over here. What? No, Bubba! Get the damn shot, stupid! Well, but I... Yeah, okay, okay. Damn it. I'm here. I can't sneak away. Become flea, fast scrubbing in the line. I mean, I could do it in the blink of an eye, but it would look like I just disappeared in front of her. Yeah, she's probably figured it out. Oh, man, it sucks. All these people getting shot. And I could help, but, you know, I just 
can't get away to put my costume on, so... But, as Bubba Suds, who is, in reality, the flea, fastest bug man alive, takes pictures of a massacre, a mysterious red and gold blur seemingly attacks the Snake King. Well, I'd recognize that red and gold blur anywhere. It's Sun King! Uh, that's definitely not Sun King, Layla. Check out the tits on that yeah, chick. Yeah, yeah, what? What yeah. the hell? It's it's a woman in some sort of mini-skirted outfit with Sun King's design. Yes, before Layla's startled eyes, the mysterious gold and red blur comes to a standstill to reveal a voluptuous blonde woman, and not that of Sun King. But she is indeed wearing a sort of mini-skirted outfit design of Sun King's costume with the gold sun-like logo on her chest with a peekaboo window exposing her cleavage, but also the plasma blast solar energy that Sun King often utilizes through his belt, but she does through her chest, in order to melt the Snake Gang's guns into their flesh, uh, rendering them powerless and, if not in excruciating pain. As to the identity of the mysterious woman, that's easily explained by the sudden arrival of Sun King himself. Well done, Sunshiner. Well done indeed. Oh, thanks, Sun King. But, uh, look, it is a clever device to make use of a gunman's own gun barrel as a shackle, but uh, next time, just just tie the barrel into a knot around the wrist. Uh, don't, don't melt the metal into their flesh. Uh- Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, don't feel too bad. These bastards probably had it coming, but uh, their punishment is full of law to the side. Uh, not us, not us. So, uh, who's your little friend, Sun King? Huh? Oh, uh, Layla. Uh, d- d- well, this is, uh, Sunshiner. She's a, a brand new superheroine, and uh, I'm just uh, showing her the ropes of this superhero business. <laughs> well. A brand new superheroine, and we got the exclusive, Layla, and the first images. Say, Miss Sunshiner, do you mind if I uh, take a few more shots? Uh, no. Go right ahead. (laughs) (sighs) Sunshiner, huh? Nice outfit. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sun King designed it for me. (laughs) Oh, uh, I'll bet he did. (laughs) Oh, well... (laughs) But of course I helped out, you know, with the logo. And uh, anyway, I uh, Sunshine, I we got to get going. There's more lessons for you to learn. Uh-huh, uh, sure, the, sure. the police can can wrap up uh, the snake gang, so uh, we we best be on our way. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, see you around, uh, Layla and, uh-huh. and, and Bubba. Bye, Bubba. Yeah, bye. Nice meeting you. Later at the offices of Capes Confidential. Sun King made it for me. Sun King made it for me. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, what a little tramp. I mean, just the ridiculous outfit with her boobs practically hanging out, then her butt cheeks hanging out of her ridiculous miniskirt. It's more of a belt than a skirt. Oh, boy, this really explains why we haven't seen Sun King around in a while. He's been running around with this little bleach blonde tramp. Whoa, come on, Layla. Don't you think you're just jumping to conclusions here? Oh, for God's sakes, Bubba. You know, just like a man not to get it. What? I mean, come on, Layla. I mean, you know I'm not really into girls, right? Yeah, well, you're, you're still a man. What? Yeah, but... Oh, oh, shut man, up, shut up. I, I, I gotta take the phone. Uh, Keeps Confidential, reporter Layla Lott speaking. Miss Lott, I have information on this character who calls herself Sunshiner. She's... Not who she claims to be. It's information that could prove dangerous to Sun King. 
And due to your journalism on Sun King, you're the only one I'll trust with this information. Well, who are you, and, and how do you know all this? All will be revealed, Miss Lott, if you agree to meet with me tonight at ten, outside the old abandoned Miller warehouse just across the street, from the sewage works. The... the sewage works? If you value Sun King's life, Miss Lott, you'll be there. Well, I... Yes, all right, all right. I'll, I'll be there. Very good, Miss Lott. See you soon. <laughs> Silly lovesick girl. <laughs> You're about to get your foot stuck in the mud. Once I have you, I'll soon have night night in my crutches. <laughs> After a startling transformation, this mysterious woman reveals herself to be Maiden Mud. What does Night Knight's old enemy have to do with Sunshiner, or Sun King for that matter? And how would luring Layla Lott to her hideout lead her to Night Knight? Well, perhaps this and other questions will be answered in the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Sun King! The Adventures of Sun King is a Nelson production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. All right, continuing on with a look at uh, some Reddit rumors about the upcoming films and uh, TV series from the MCU. And, uh, well, the most part sounds pretty credible. Uh, so there's probably, uh, some amount of truth to this. And some amount of absolute crap. So, you know, take it for what it is. Well, that's the thing about, uh, rumors is, uh, again, they can be true. They can be false. More times than not, they're somewhere in between. So, well, uh, last time we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the next is this D plus series that, if done right, could be really good. Uh, it's based on a comic book series in Marvel back when it was still good. And now it's even better. Yeah. Uh, the series was called, was called Secret Invasion, uh, about, uh, the Skrulls who are shapeshifters. Uh, infiltrating the Earth and the, uh, uh, you know, uh, superheroes and whatnot, uh, in an attempt to take over, uh, the world, and they damn near do it. Uh, well, you know, that superhero espionage is just something spectacular from the MCU, which could do no wrong, you know, and so, uh, especially with, uh, Nick Fury involved. Oh man, this is gonna be great. It's about time he got his own series. I mean, yeah, a movie would have been cool. But uh, a series, probably even better, because they can expand on the narrative. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to make it a Nick Fury uh, vehicle. And they've been teasing little things here and there and some of the other scenes he's had throughout the movies. And apparently it uh, leads up to this. Uh, not quite how the original series went, but that's true for all of these. Uh, they have to kind of maneuver them around to make them fit within their their cinematic universe version and as uh, to be expected but uh for the for the most part the main elements should uh, still be there 
I don't know if they'll utilize this in a means by which they reveal that some of the characters you think have died aren't dead. They were actually scrolls at the time. <laughs> well, that would make sense. I mean, you couldn't do that with Iron Man. No, I, I wouldn't think they would. They could. They could. But then that takes away from his death scene because it wasn't really him, you know? Yeah. And especially if he was an imposter, why would he, he go that far? I suppose this is a little different. And they haven't established the scrolls well. Well, they did it great in Captain Marvel, where they utilized them to speak on refugees and, and immigration and stuff, and that uh, you shouldn't be so rejecting of people just because they're different. Yeah, that's not really the Scrolls story. Well, it is now. Oh, yeah. Well, it, even in the original story, there was this faction of Scrolls uh, who believed they had some religious connection to earth and so they decided that was uh theirs there you go you see stupid fundamentalist idiots uh just ruin everything for everybody so that's yeah i'm okay with that so that means there's good and bad scrolls well in this version yeah there there'll be good and bad scrolls i'm sure there you go say they fixed it better than ever yeah um but the thing of it is, is uh, they came up, see, they, they, the scrolls can shapeshift, but that's about it. That's their main uh, ability. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, but they couldn't copy the superpowers of the superheroes. They might uh, take their place without some sort of trickery or what have you. Uh, there was uh, some scrolls. There was the super scroll. The super scroll. Yeah, he had uh, all the different powers of the Fantastic Four. Uh, but I think that was it. Uh, but these guys, they figured out a way to not only uh, copy the appearance of the superheroes, but to also adapt their uh, superpowers as well. And uh, I, I, I think as a result of this uh, uh, process, uh, some of the attributes of the characters of these people were grafted onto them as well. That makes them... Pretty undetectable, man. Like even like someone like Professor X, who hasn't shown up yet, but if he did, or other mind readers, they wouldn't be able to detect it. Yeah, there would be a way to get around it. Um, but the other side of it is some of them might get lost into the personality of the people that they copied. So I suppose that could be the explanation for why, you know, some of these characters didn't really die. They were simply replaced and, and imprisoned by these scrolls why they went about their mission to take over the world. Oh, well, that means like Black Widow could be. Yeah, but still, it takes away from the death of them. But you just explained it. I know, but it's still, you know, it's kind of like you suckered the audience, you know? Well, they do it in the comics. Yeah, I know, they do. And there's always that complaint because you had this big story about the death of a main character or whatever. And then they come back. Used to, they wouldn't come back for years. In some cases, decades. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So had a lot of time to kind of get over that. <laughs> Nowadays, they just come back in five seconds. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that does kind of spoil it a bit. But I'm sure they'll figure out a way. Besides, it's been a while since Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, they're kind of desperate now. So I'm sure they're probably, yeah, you know, if they can resist the uh, temptation to... uh not do that. Shut up with the desperation. That's ridiculous. That's just hits me so lovely. It's just not the marble that you grew up with and you just want to, wah, wah, 
way about it now. Yeah, well, anyway, the, the rumors are as follows. Nick Fury and Talos, you know, the good scroll. Right. Forget the Marvel. Yeah, okay. Uh, join forces to prevent a rogue faction of scrolls from infiltrating Earth's governments in order to take over the world. James Rhodes is now Secretary of State, replacing Thaddeus Ross. Oh, yeah, Warbison. Yeah, I guess he should have been Secretary of Defense, though, huh? But Secretary of State is so much better bringing the world together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kingsley Ben Adir. I thought he was Ben Kingsley. Or did he change his name? Probably. I don't know. Or is this someone else? Probably. I don't know. Uh, plays Gravik, the leader of the Rogue Scrolls, and Telos's former protege. Oh, boy. It's like his old student turns against him. Oh, that's classic. Yeah, it wasn't really the story, as I recall it. And it, no one cares about the comic book version. Yeah, probably. Anyway, Amelia Clark plays Gia, Telos's daughter, who masquerades as Sword Agent Nail. Oh, well, that's kind of giving away who Nail is. Yeah, well, she's going to look like Amelia Clark until she they put the green makeup on her. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, so so much for her being there over at DC. Yeah, well, that's all a mess right now anyway. It always was. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, uh, Nell uh, is initially loyal to Gravik, but begins to question her allegiance. Ooh, yeah, she's probably going to become quite the hero here. Yeah. Uh, Charlene Woodward plays Priscilla Fury, Nick Fury's ex-wife and a secret agent. Oh, wow. That's, it's just, that's something. Oh, boy. A little, little romantic tension for Nick Fury. Yeah. Olivia Colbert, love her, love her. Um, plays Sonya Fallsworth, Nick Fury's old friend and the director of the MI6. Old friend, huh? Hmm, looks like we got a little triangle going. Well, maybe, I don't know. Dermot Mulroney uh, plays President Ritson, who is replaced by a scroll. Oh, my God. Oh, boy, that's kind of like, well, never mind. Yeah. Um, allowing Thaddeus Ross to assume the presidency. Wait a minute. How could Thaddeus Ross be there? I mean, sadly, John Hurt passed away. Well, the rumor is that Harrison Ford and Harrison Ford has been hired by Marvel. I don't know if they've actually officially stated it, but apparently he's uh, taking the role of Thaddeus Ross. And uh, probably will become the Red Hulk. That's uh, the deal. Oh, my God. That's amazing. But, you know, he's kind of up there. Yeah, well, it'll, you know, the Hulk's all CGI, so it's all right. Uh, so mostly he'll just do scenes where he's in a suit sitting at the White House. Right, right. Okay, that'll work. So, Carmen Ejogo, I guess? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. You probably are. That's very offensive. So how's it pronounced? I don't know. Uh, is rumored to play Abigail Brand. Who? I I forget. You know, the main thing is that the leader of the scrolls in the comic book was a woman. Oh, so is that who Gravik is? Well, I got to admit the gender isn't specified here, but I don't recall the name. But the leader uh, was masquerading as Spider Woman. Oh wow, that's something. Yeah, um, but they haven't introduced Spider Woman yet, so I don't. Maybe they, they'll do it through this series. They'll do it like that. Yeah, but it won't have the same impact. It's better for her to have been someone established, you know? Uh, they haven't established Spider-Woman yet, because that was the deal. Everyone thought this was Spider-Woman. She had joined the Avengers and all this stuff through the story, and slowly but surely, as it built up, you began to realize <laughs> it wasn't really her. It was the scroll posing as her, you know? 
Uh, yeah, I guess it does take some of the impact away. But, you know, they could just use some other characters. Yeah, some others. I don't know who at this point. Well, they got plenty. So that, but, you know, they, they've they done teases with Nick Fury and, of course, they introduced the Skrulls. But at the same time, they haven't really developed enough here for any of the characters to suddenly, you know, you'd be like, oh, my God, they were a scroll all along, that kind of thing, which is, you know, the gimmick for the story, but that's the fun of it. And um, it's not established enough for this to be pulled off as well as it could have been. But, you know, they still might, but I'm dubious because the D-plus shows have been awful. They've been amazing. And the only thing that would correspond with this one is what uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier should have been. It should have been on par with the uh, Winter Soldier. That was the, probably the best MCU film. It was on par with that. You're just being hateful. No, the show was very hateful, and they had their uh, new Captain America. Now, oh, here it comes. You're upset because the black man is Captain America. That's what this is. No, I'm upset that they created their new Captain America and made him sympathetic with a mass murderer. Yeah, but, but she had a cause. She was misguided. Uh, and, uh, d- d- shut up! Yeah. So anyway, uh, there we go. That's what's uh, supposedly happening. And, um, I don't know, sounds about right. So, uh, could possibly be. And of course, as things go, they could have changed things by now. Who knows? Um, but will they let it be good? <laughs> I'm dubious, you know, dubious. Um, but anyway, there you go. Secret invasion. Um, for D plus and the MCU. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. Sunshiner, huh? Nice outfit. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sun King designed it for me. <laughs> oh, well, I'll bet he did. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs>